Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Hi, good morning. Happy Thursday. July 13th, it's 532, Steph, and it's a little smoky out there. Just a little bit. It's even getting smoky in here. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yesterday in the weather forecast, we were kind of saying, hey, it's forecasted to be smoky not only like last night, but today for sure. And it's true. We're living it right now. Yeah, I find it crazy that Environment Canada doesn't have like um, a sunshine, a cloud. It just has smoke. Like, yeah. like you are not going to see any kind of sky things tomorrow. <laughs> it's just going to be smoky. Very unfortunate um, that we are in this, but I guess fortunate if you're looking at a silver lining that uh, it's not like fires in our backyard. I mm-hmm. guess you could say it's unfortunate that other people are going through fires right now. Like BC is kind of having what we had a month ago. Okay. Uh, from central, I don't really think southern BC is all too affected, but uh, central, northern BC, even like Yukon, Northwest Territories, and even northern Alberta bordering the Northwest Territories. Uh, I don't know what happened with the winds. Obviously, they shifted down, and it's all coming uh, down towards us, not only today, but part of tomorrow as well. And interestingly, it's not even even just the winds. This morning, my car had ash on it. Oh. Yeah. There was little tiny pieces as if you blew on a fire that you were trying to wow. start um, falling from the sky onto my car. So crazy, but thankfully it's not close by. Hmm. All right. It's 2023 and I'd like to propose an invention. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. I'm go. saying let's go like I'm a part of it. <laughs> let's get rich. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a patent for that? Let's make one right now. Should you say it out loud? Okay. I went swimming last night. I got water in my ear. It's mm. still in there. Yeah. And there's like the trick to get water out of your ear where you stand on one foot and you kick the other and you kind of move your head from side to side. And sure. Hope for the best. Yeah. I don't think it works. Like, I think I've been doing that every time I get water in my ear for the last 34 years, and I have maybe had it succeed once. Okay. Then the other option is to try and, like, kind of, like, suction your ear over and over again, like, Mm -hmm. shut it really tight and hope for the best. Yeah. Also not great. Yeah. And then the other option is just to wait for it to work itself out, and sometimes you just get a really wet, warm cheek, and you're like, oh, there it is. Finally. I'm glad for the relief, but also gross. Need to go wash my face. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know what the invention would be. I don't know how. I just want somebody to have oh, some sort of tool. So this isn't like a retire early kind of thing. You're just like manifesting someone do something. Yeah, I'm just putting it in someone's ear. Oh. Please make something for the ear Yeah. to get the water out. I got something. You do? Yeah. Okay. It's a robotic hand and it slaps uh. your other side of the head and, and then you just... <laughs> So you, because you don't want to slap yourself too hard. Right. So you get a robot to okay. just smack you. You could get a friend to do that as well. What if you don't have friends? Oh, shoot. Okay, <laughs> right. You're right. We do need this invention. Sean, do you have a trick for getting water out of your ear? Like, did the three yeah. things I suggested are the only ways? I do. 
Is it the robotic hand? No, it's don't go swimming. Oh, you... (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite artists, Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, She recently came out with uh, a new song a couple weeks ago. It's called Vampire. Number one on the top 100. It's number one streamed on all the streaming services. It's number one everywhere. Oh, yeah. Everybody cannot get enough of Olivia Rodrigo. Mm. Driver's license went crazy. Good for you. Sour went nuts. And now here we go. Finally, some new music from her. Oof. Yeah. Guts is coming out in September. Can't wait for it. That's the new album. Uh, She recently released some behind the scenes footage on uh, TikTok. It is a gag, but it's like potential uh, replacements for the chorus because the chorus has an explicit version and a clean like kind of radio edit version as well and there's like two main words uh that are the replacement words essentially do you remember them in the clean version yeah in our version that we play on the radio it is dream crusher dream crusher and then there's some bad words in the explicit (laughs) one that we can't say right now but here is the behind the scenes of what she put out on tiktok of potential what it could be instead of dream crusher Fame lover. Okay. Kind yeah. of serious. That one, I, it makes sense, though. Mm-hmm. It does make sense. We'll continue on. They get okay. more silly. Tree hugger. Tree hugger. <laughs> I like that one. That's my favorite so far. <laughs> Whale blubber. Whale blubber. Garlic butter. Garlic butter. Garlic butter. Mark Zucker. Mark Zucker. <laughs> Probably get played on Facebook if she went with that last one. Anything, what, like, top of mind, something ER, you know? Something ER. Uh, dog lover. You need to get in that writer's room. There, that's what it should have been, 100%. Had some weird times with my truck heater all winter long. It stopped working in, like, December, and my husband oh, yeah. promised to fix it and still kind of hasn't. Yeah, he's like, eh, spring and summer's going to roll around. When do we need to fix it in winter? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so it's one of those ones, though, that has, you know, the, the passenger can choose their oh, own yeah. temperature. And the passenger heat does work. Interesting. But since I drive the truck all the time, it's me that's always in the driver's seat and you, it just it's freezing cold. Yeah. Air conditioning, though, on point. Okay. It's awesome. Promising. But the other day I got in the truck mm. and I was in the passenger seat. My husband's driving. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, why is it so hot? Oh, did our air conditioning go? And I look down and my heat is on high. High, not even like 24, 25. Like <laughs> yeah. it's gotten to the highest amount it possibly wow. can. And he's over on cool, just sitting pretty, loving life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I wonder how this happened. I put it all the way down. Okay, I can breathe again. And then yesterday, uh-huh. same thing. Uh oh. Get in the truck. He is loving life. And I'm like, why is it so hot? <gasps> it's on high again. Does it just reset every time you turn on the truck or? That was my consideration. I yeah. thought perhaps this was another new weird thing happening with That's this right. heater cooler thing. Yeah. And then my husband admits, oh, yeah, I was bringing home the pizza and it was so hot. I didn't want it to get cold. So I put mine as cold as I possibly could. And I put the seat warmer oh. on. And the- <laughs> Absolute veteran move. I love it. Great move by him. And I said, like, why does this keep happening? And he's like, it doesn't just keep happening. It's only happened one other time. And I was like, oh, yeah, the other time we ordered pizza and you said nothing. (laughs) Great move. I love it. (laughs) He's like, you have hands, you have fingers, you can turn it down. Last week when I went to Saskatchewan, literally on Thursday, a week ago, I went to uh, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders versus the Edmonton Elks in Regina. And it was probably the most Canadian in what some sports writers are dubbing the most boring game in all of football. 
boring? That game individually. It said if you watched it, you just tuned into the most boring game. What, what did nothing happen? Did nobody ever get a touchdown? Like, what happened? See, this, this is the weird... Commend me for my word of touchdown in football. Oh, yes. Good job, Steph. You're you, so you. educated on sports now. Oh. I absolutely love it. Um, yeah, it was just like when you're in person at Mosaic Stadium in Regina, it's a party. You're socializing, you're talking, you're having fun, you're eating food, you're slamming sodas. And so you're just having a whole bunch of fun while also the football game's going on. So you tune in and everything. But I think the people at home and the people writing about it and like that's their job type of thing. It was just like it was it was bad offense. It was like average defense. And it was like a lot of Canadian rules. Like there's this thing called the rouge that only happens in Canadian football uh-huh. where you can get one point at a time for like kicking the ball into the end zone and stuff. Okay. And so it was just, that was the whole game and it was just a slugfest of bore. And so yeah, I thought, you know what, let's do it again because I'm going to the Elks game tonight in Edmonton. <laughs> <laughs> and so, okay, but you have the Regina players playing last week and they're the team you would obviously root for. Yeah. Um, but you didn't care about them? Yeah, you know, it was good. It was fine. It was whatever. They were boring too? Yeah, yeah. All of it was boring. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so my, my brother and my nephew are competing. In, well, my nephew is in the Canada Cup. Wow. For Team Saskatchewan. Brag. I know. He's pretty, he's pretty great. I, I'm very impressed with his skills. And uh, so they're in Edmonton this weekend. So sorry, Steph. Goodbye. But I need to go watch A, some more boring CFL football tonight. But B, my nephew is playing in a bunch of football games as well. So. Too much football. That sounds like a <laughs> Very boring weekend all around. Not just the Elks game. <laughs> bad news, Sean. Apparently, I don't like bad news. I know, I know. I'm the guy with bad news. I have a little bit too now. <laughs> Apparently, brides and grooms are thinking of doing away with favors. And more and more are not even uh, thinking about them or putting them out. Remind the audience what a favor is. <laughs> Remind you what a favor is? No, is that what you mean? <laughs> Remind the audience, and I'll just listen. Okay, a favor is usually the thing kind of beside your plate at a wedding that's the little gift that you get to take home at the end. So sometimes it's a matchbook or something monogrammed with the bride and groom's kind of wedding date on it, or it might like be just... Like a shot of fireball that you take when they do the toast thing. No. No? That's just nice on the table. Oh, but like okay. the favor is is for you to take home later. Might be candy bags. They might have a candy bar and the the bag is stamped with their name and date. Okay. And so <laughs> now, though. I think Saskatchewan got away with these. I've never had one. I think you just don't go to weddings that have favors or maybe you're just Have you been to a wedding observant. in Saskatchewan? I haven't, but this is a thing. Like this is not. It's not unique to Saskatchewan that they're like in Saskatchewan. You cross the border. We don't have favors here. Well, when you cross the border to Manitoba, they have socials. What exactly? So it could be a a Saskatchewan. It it could be a Saskatchewan thing. It could be a provincial thing. I've never seen a wedding favor. I don't know what it is. I just told you what I know, but I'm like like, I'm like I don't know. I've never seen one. Okay. So you aren't going to be sad to miss them because you didn't even know they existed. Yeah, save your money. Don't do that. I still feel like they probably exist and you just haven't noticed. I'm sorry. You're you're you you're married. Yeah. Did, what you, what was your wedding favor? Oh, my wedding favor. <laughs> you're like, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for asking. <laughs> uh, it was a tea infuser and loose leaf tea, and we made really cute little uh, cardstock shaped tea bags for the tea infuser and the tea to be in, and then they were right beside everybody's plate, and they were really really cute, tied with a string. People loved them. People still say they use the tea infuser. Of I'm course. A, what are they gonna? It's your wedding. They're not gonna say they hate it. 
Sean, I just had my ninth anniversary yesterday, <laughs> and people still say they use my tea infuser. I'm a big advocate of giving people stuff they'll use or they can eat and not have to think about again. And this was something they would use and are still using. Yes. <laughs> You're brutal. Just... <laughs> Happy wedding anniversary. Oh, That's great. Thanks. There you go. Right answer. You got there. If this smoke could just be pushed to the side, there is potentially a massive northern lights, I want to say, kind of solar storm passing through not only the northern region, but pretty much like all of Canada within like tonight and tomorrow stuff. So what you're saying is everybody else is going to probably get a show except for us? Yeah, like like BC smoky, Alberta smoky, but like it's always it's kind of always fun, though, when the rest of the world gets to experience the northern lights. Like, have you ever just noticed that when, like, say, like, Cal- even Calgary, even when Calgary gets the Northern Lights, or uh, I have a lot of uh, friends and, and people that I follow on social media in, like, Saskatchewan, Regina, when they get it, uh, it just, like, goes viral in a sense because it's so rare for it to be visible down there. Totally. And I love it, too, when I go home and people say, like, do you just see the Northern Lights all the time? And the answer usually is yes, but I do feel like we've had quite some cloudy nights yeah. every time the Northern Lights have been out for about a year now. Yeah. But we are so blessed that we get to see them. It's nice to share that joy <laughs> with other people because it is such a phenomenon. It's, it's not something you get used to. Yeah, 100%. And yeah, like you said, it's not like you get used to it. It happens. You're just like, damn, that is so cool. That is worth living in the North for. 100%. So yeah. There's a big solar storm happening, but it's smoky out there. Yeah, yesterday you were like, sorry, I'm the bearer of bad news. Here you are again. Sorry, sorry. Sean's the bearer of bad news. Good morning. <laughs> hey, Sean, you know how to use a strap tie? Hey, Steph. Yes, I do. You do? Yeah. You're like a master at it? Yeah, I'm just a hand. I'm blue collar, you know. Grew up north of Regina, you know, north of Dudney. I'm a blue collar. I know how to do that. <laughs> Okay, do you know how to use every single kind or is it like I know how to use the red ones or the orange ones? Are they different based on colors? I don't know if it's based on color, but the ones that (laughs) my husband has are different based on color. Like it's like, oh, that green one. I can never get that one to undo. It has a different mechanism. I've only used one kind and it's just it's easy. You you like pull it up if you want to like loosen a little bit. Yeah, it has a little thing on the inside that you pull back and it like does something. I don't know. I would need one in front of me, but I've strapped things in and they haven't gone anywhere. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad to hear that you've you've learned how to strap them in enough that they're not going to move. <laughs> but I would like to propose that they create a universal strap tie. I would agree because there's some struggle happening sometimes. There's a lot of struggle and there's so much <laughs> struggle. Like I use a strap tie every second day. And by use, I mean I hold one end so that it doesn't come unhooked and my husband does it. (laughs) But I would love to be somebody who can undo the strap tie Mm -hmm. at least, like show that I am trying to be an adept at something. Yeah. But I can't. And it's because they're all different. Yeah, that's true. So I would like to propose. Yeah. That we invent a universal strap tie mechanism. We're going to have to first have to learn how to use them to invent it, maybe. This is my idea, though. It needs to be one that has not been used yet because those ones are all difficult. Uh I can't figure them out no matter which one it is. And so I suggest that we come up with a mechanism that works (laughs) and that's easy to use. And then we just are like, it's like the Apple phone charger. You just completely make everything else obsolete. These are the only ones that people use anymore. That is a good idea. It's going to take some work.
Are you up for the challenge? Not a chance. Sean, I'm, la- I'm lazy. I'll share the profits. I'll we wa- can patent I'll watch, it. I'll, wa- I'll, I'll watch. I'll I'm not sharing the profits like that. <laughs> you, you can't just encourage and think you get a share of my money. Universal strap ties. Anybody else want to come in on this? I, I, I'm inviting. <laughs> I recently completed 19 hours of driving to Regina and back this past weekend. And I just want to commend myself, Steph, for being an absolutely good boy. Oh, a good boy because why? Because I didn't get pulled over once during all of that driving. It's a lot to go through. And I obeyed the law across two provinces. But there was one tiny scare. Uh, When you were driving to Regina with nine hours when it takes... Ten and a half, or no, that's not, that's good. Let's brush beside that. It was when <laughs> like you were not a good boy, was, Sean. You just didn't get caught. No, but continue. no, no I was a good boy because <laughs> it, it, the only scare came when I was going home. So I live in kind of like the Timberley area, almost uh, off the Eglert turnout. So that's the last turn uh, before you wrap around to Dickensfield. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I was traveling down Confed. I'm on hour 19. I'm one minute away from getting home. And then I think it's Brett Drive, the one before. And I'm driving. It's green the whole way through. It's like 10, 30, 11 at night. And it turns yellow. And I'm, I'm a good distance away, like a good distance in that I can still make it. So I didn't speed up or anything, but I just coasted. I just coasted. I went through a yellow and uh, and then... That's and then, a very brave thing to do in Fort McMurray. There are so many cameras everywhere. You, there's not one there. Do you not know where they are? I, sorry, I don't read, read the news story yeah. of the week. Okay. Me. I just drive respectfully <laughs> everywhere I go. every light has a red light camera? I, I act as if it does yeah. because I, well, would I would hate have been to be wrong. Because... I coasted through a yellow, but I was just like, if I just did 19 hours of driving and in my last minute I get pulled over for this borderline thing right here, I will cry and I will complain and I will take you to court. And I will. Really? Oh, oh man. I would have gave such a sob story. I was like, my night, I was just on borderline. I was on edge. I was like, just get me home to my bed. That's what I was at. Okay. But it's not the the cop's fault or the law's fault that you decided to drive 19 hours in a row and be super tired that's that's your fault See, that's all that we don't even need to hear about that because it didn't happen and i'm a good boy i always say this like your bad planning is not my emergency your <laughs> bad decisions are not my fault that you get a ticket for it and i did no bad decisions because 19 hours of driving and i'm clean <laughs> all right pat you on the back and all that jazz <laughs> Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.